0: To the ALT Insider Podcast, dedicated to making you have the most fun possible while living or dreaming about living in Japan. Whether you've been here for years or are just starting to consider it, we've got you covered. And now, your host, broadcasting from somewhere in Japan,
1: James. James here, coming to you with episode number 139 of the ALT Insider Podcast. Thank you for coming in again. It's getting cold out here in Japan. It's getting close to the Christmas season, the holiday season, so hope everyone's doing well out there. This is, of course, a podcast that is a part of the Japan Podcast Network. If you want to check out more podcasts about Japan, go to japanpodcastnetwork.com. So guys, good show this week with someone that's doing a very unique job, probably the most unique job of of, of any show, any, any guest I've had so far, um, of the things to learn from this episode. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'll try not to. Uh, but the one thing to notice here is this: this this person, Mark, has a very common story. He came, he visited Japan. He liked Japan. He met a met a, f- a woman, got married to a Japanese woman. Came to Japan to work, and he started teaching English, of course. But after a short while, he decided he he found out it wasn't for him, right? But the key point here is, instead of saying, "Well, I just don't like it. and I got to stick with it. And I'm gonna complain about it on the internet forever," he did something about it. Okay, so if nothing else. Take that, take that with you, okay? Like, if if you don't like teaching English in Japan, there are many other things to do. Uh, maybe it's not the the op- occupation my guest today has, but there's uh, many, many other options that you can make happen. And of course, as he says, his Japanese wasn't perfect, but he still made something happen. Okay, guys, so stick with, keep that in your mind this time, this week. It's all, it's, it's my main goal here. If you teach in Japan and you like teaching in Japan and you want to improve being a better teacher in Japan, that's awesome too. I'm not saying you have to do something else, of course, but if you want to do something else, don't. The only thing stopping you from doing something else is yourself. Okay. So huge thanks to Matt, by the way, because he emailed me and he reached out to me and said, I want to be a guest on your show. I think I have a cool job. And <laughs> of course, he was quickly got the okay sign from the the uh production managers, which which are include myself only. So without further ado, let's get to oh yeah, I forgot to say this show is a Patreon supported show. If you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash LT Insider. Without further ado, let's get to it. My interview with Matt, the person doing a cool job in Japan that I won't spoil though no, you probably already saw it when you saw the thumbnail, but whatever. Enjoy. All right, guys. A so very special guest today. I, you know, I've had a lot of jobs now on this uh, show. We've had a hotel, person working at a hotel. We've had someone singing. We've had uh, you know, computer programming, social media, all that kind of stuff. But I think today we have the most unique one yet. So, Mark, why don't you tell me what you're doing in Japan?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, hi, James. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, my name's Mark. I'm from the UK. Um, and, uh, I used to do ALT and, uh, Akira and stuff like that, but now I do forestry work.
1: Forestry. Okay. So you're doing forestry in Japan, which is for sure a, a, at least a rare, uh, occupation for a foreigner to have. So I want to get into that a lot, but first I want to get back to the beginning. What kind yeah. of got you excited in Japan to, to move to Japan in the first place? What, what got you excited to work in Japan in the first place?
2: Right. Well, it was, it was kind of a roundabout way actually. I mean, like to boil it down, um, I initially had no plan or dream of living and working in Japan, but, um, so I came out the army in 2005, um, kind of worked in my hometown for a year and then decided that I want to, I wanted to uh, get out and, uh, you know, kind of experience a bit more of the world. So I, uh, I went traveling in Australia and, uh, I met my wife, my then girlfriend, uh, who's Japanese. I came to Japan, really enjoyed it. And, uh, that, that's, pretty much me i've been here ever since it's worked out really well for me
1: okay so at the beginning you know your girlfriend's from japan so you said okay i want to live in japan too with her i'm assuming so what kind of avenue did you take to get here in the first place did you go for the akaiwa route jet, jet program alt what'd you do
2: yeah, yeah. So initially, uh, I came here on a uh, one-year work. Is it the working holiday visa? It
1: uh, could be uh, if you're from UK. Yeah. Right,
2: right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So initially, I went with uh, Akiwa. Can, can I mention company names? Yes, please do. Yeah. Okay. okay. So uh, I started out with uh, Nova,
1: uh-huh.
2: and uh, so I did that for a while. But of course, you know, I mean, I think you're married as well, James. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, the Aikai was good if you're a, you know, maybe a, a young, you know. Kind of single or enjoy a bit more light life and stuff like that. But uh, for me, you know, I wanted to kind of get home in an evening and you know enjoy dinner with my wife and stuff like that. So that kind of didn't work out so well. So uh, that's when I, you know, made the that made the jump to um, ALT work.
1: Okay, so let's talk about real quick. Um what at what time, what year was this when you first worked for Nova? Because Nova has a, a checkered past to say the it least. It certainly <laughs> does,
2: yeah. I, I I wasn't I unfortunately wasn't in country to kind of um experience all the fireworks and shenanigans, but uh so I initially came over here, I think it was twenty thirteen or fourteen, I forget okay, now. So well after, yeah, after, the, bankrupt, well after yeah, the bankruptcy. Well after the bankruptcy, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Just for you that don't know, Nova was went bankrupt and that was a huge deal for a lot of people, affected a lot of teachers. It's a whole, I want to do an episode on the feature for sure. But yeah, you didn't have to deal with that. So that's good. So then you went to ALT route and what kind of, was that a dispatch company, direct hire? What kind of, was that? Yeah, dispatch
2: company. um, So I went with, um, so, you know, I, uh, well, I think this is kind of good advice for anyone who's coming over, you know, definitely like do your homework, Uh Um, you know, like look into all the different companies. Uh, I ended up going with um, Altea, you know, they seemed the, the, the best of the, uh, dispatch companies. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: I went with them and, um, you know, I mean, you, you, you probably, uh, heard it all before and you probably share kind of a similar opinion than I do. You know, it's, it's really easy, you know, to, uh, to sit around, you know, a couple of jeans sitting around, you know, and just bashing a Kaiwa and, uh, you know, the dispatch companies and it's, it's almost too easy, you know, but, um, but, you know, there was, uh, I, I thought, um, yeah, LT, LT. You know, there was there was some good people then, some not so good people, but you know, I, I, I got to, you know, there, there are there were people who've been there for you know ten, fifteen years and still doing it. So it wasn't it wasn't so bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know? LT definitely has a good reputation online for sure, and uh, yeah, they're they're kind of. Uh pay structure they're kind of how yeah. they take away the months that you don't work or, or is a lot better than other countries I, I think so if you don't mind can i ask you though was there any kind of reduction of pay in the two months that you don't have work like in summer and winter
2: yeah sure uh, well when i was there no mm-hmm. but i do believe that uh so the I, I don't know what you call it like the intake or the induction of new recruits i, I don't know what the um, I've forgotten what the term is, but um, I think the one directly after me, they they started to do that practice. That so sense.
1: that makes sense. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. I th- I think you had uh, is it Graham the re- Graham Van Swall, the recruiting manager on?
1: Yes, I did. Yep. Previous
2: yeah. Previous podcast, Yeah. I mean, he's he was a good guy, but yeah, I I just yeah, it is what it is. I th- I don't think it's a general trend in the industry, and I, and I think it's going it's going. Going to reverse anytime soon. So yeah, if
1: you don't do it, you're going to get uh, you know. yes you can't keep up exactly. with the the, yeah. the race to the bottom for sure. Uh, so yeah. So how would you find the alt work? I mean, did it fit your personality? Did it fit your kind of career goals? Uh,
2: well, I'm I'm not doing it anymore, so it wasn't that <laughs> too close of it. No, do you know? Um, what can I say? um mm, Yeah. I mean, look, it, it's okay. Like that. Someone said to me when I when I first got there that, you know, use it as a stepping stone for something else, but, you know, don't stay too long. And I, and I, and I think that's kind of was good advice. And, you know, just for, for me personally, I mean, this isn't just a, an, uh, this isn't just a, an ALT thing. It's just an English teaching thing in general, you know, like I, for me, I find languages fascinating just as they are, um, you know, and to be around people who kind of, you know, students and other teachers and people who kind of aren't as, into it as I am was kind of a bit bit of a letdown and you know um and I mean I I only did a year and I only worked in two junior high schools so you know I can't say that I am the most experienced ALT ever you know so <laughs> yeah. so it's this is just my experience but I found it quite a lonely experience you know I mean there there would be weeks where you know I'd go to Go to school every morning. I'd get there super early. I'd stay way after you know my finish time. You know to like play basketball with the students and stuff. You know, and not not a soul would talk to me in the in the teaching room. So, mm. yeah, I, I didn't enjoy that. That wasn't very good.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's every situation is different for sure. In some schools, exactly, definitely situations yeah, like yeah. that. I guess I shouldn't. Uh, it's, it's important to note what you said there. Like in uh, your Kiowa, people are paying to be there, right? So they're very motivated. Right. But then you change the alt and the students that have to be there. It's the a big change. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah. So, that, yeah. So that was one thing. And then also, you know, I, I've, you know, I mean, if not everyone's me, but, you know, I mean, if you are the sort of person who's, you know, kind of highly self-motivated, you know, like, you know, likes to get out and about, do sports and like do study in your own time and, you know, uh, all those kind of things, you know, it's um if you've if you've got more to give and even if you want to give it, you know, and you've got ideas and stuff like that it's, it's, it's not the place for you. I found, you know, it's, um,
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's safe to say. So it's, I mean, guess you, did your teachers use you a lot too, or you just kind of be in the tape recorder? Yeah, I was kind of pretty much the
2: tape recorder, but, but I have to say, you know, I mean, if you look at like the history of ALT, you know, where it comes from, you know, why, why it was instituted in the first place, I think, you know, it was never, it was never set up as a, like a teaching type thing. It was more of a, I think I mean you you know more than me probably, but I think it was initially just a like a, a political type thing wasn't
1: it well first of all yeah well the first thing was jet the jet program set out to just get more foreigners influence in japan right so they said right, how can right. we do that let's get teachers in the schools they can do english stuff so yeah now it's yeah. kind of morphed into a way bigger thing and people expect a lot more of it but it never promised to do that but it's kind of right, changed. Exactly.
2: yeah like the the, the the fundamental pillars of the alt system haven't changed you know so i actually think you know like the the tape recorder you know i mean for, for you know, team teaching to work, you have to have clear set boundaries. And uh, in my experience, the, the tape recorder has actually had the most fun, you know, the best results in the classroom, just from a, a kind of it, it working, you know, the team teacher thing working perspective. So, yeah,
1: yeah. So, I guess some people, some uh, people that think the ALT position should be more would yeah. argue that because they think, you know, I, I have these skills, I want to do more. And that's cool, too. But I think it's important to say, like, you know, the LT position never promised to be a teaching career. Exactly. For people, you
2: know, so. Yeah. I, I remember listening to one of your podcasts. But thank you for making the podcast, by the way. Oh, it yeah. helped, helped to keep my sanity when I was doing it. But <laughs> I think you had, uh, was it James, James Carrick? No, no, no. You had a – is it James Carrigan? You had a – Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. That, that name sound, that sounds familiar for sure. So right, right. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean he was saying, you know, it should be more professional and it should be this and it should be that. And, and I agree with his sentiment. It should be, but I don't think it's ever going to be, so –
1: Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. don't
2: touch your breath, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, until big sweeping changes happen, it's not going to exactly be for sure. Yeah. I mean, especially with the pay pay situation as mm-hmm. it is, not getting better anytime soon. Definitely. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the, the your your the ending then of your alt career. You decided yeah. that they said you want to recontract. I'm sure, and then you told them no, right? So why they did said, you say oh, no? You.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah, it just you know, I think just te- you know teaching in general, and uh, you know putting on a uh, shirt and tie every day. It, it's either for you or it's not. And it's, uh, you know, for me, you know, s- you know, spending most of my day, you know, kind of static sitting down in front of a computer or in a classroom briefly is just, uh, it's not for me. So yeah, I, I said, no, thank you.
1: Yeah. Okay. So what kind of, you know, obviously you have a wife and I'm sure you got to support her and I don't know if she's yep. working, she's, she's, I don't know if she's working or not, that doesn't matter, but you had to, you had you know, support yourself at least, the very least and yep. support yep. her. So yep. what did you, what did you have a safety net there? Did you have any idea what you were going to do after you said no to that contract?
0: Uh, Yeah,
2: well, I mean, I, um, you know, well, when I I initially entered ALT, I I entered it with my eyes open thinking I possibly could be there 10 years. But then very quickly, uh, you know, it kind of dawned on me that I was going to leave. So after after about maybe six months, I started making steps in towards, you know, doing forestry and stuff. Actually, um, I mean, I hadn't really... I wanted to work outside again and do something more physical Um, and then there was uh, like two years ago maybe there was an advertisement inside of a train uh, for like a a forestry seminar type thing in Osaka I actually didn't go but that kind of like got the ball rolling in my mind you know of like the kind of direction i wanted to go in so
1: that's interesting yeah. so you know there's you know there's advertising the train you always think no one looks but obviously they do matter so right, what, right. <laughs> so what, what's your japanese level at this at this point in your you know japan career that you you know could even get into a different industry
2: yeah yeah i'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked yeah i mean so if anyone's listening and they're actually interested in maybe working in the forestry, sec- uh, forestry uh, sector forestry sector Um, So my Japanese is like, if I was to sit down and take JLPT N3 now, I would probably fail it. Okay. But but I'm kind of in that level, you know, I'm conversational. Um, If I can't, you know, remember the specific piece of vocab for, say, a circular saw, I can, you know, say, oh, where's the round shaped saw that you can use to cut that thing with? So yeah yeah so if anyone's kind of hovering somewhere between n4 and n3 or you're fairly confident conversationally you know you can probably do forestry work.
1: Okay so yeah. what let's go through so you saw that ad and said okay maybe I could do that what kind of you said you took some steps so what kind of steps does that entail? Yeah yeah so
2: I mean the good thing is is if someone out there is interested uh, there is a chronic shortage of uh, workers at the minute so Um, so any, any avenues, any people you talk to will probably give you lots of encouragement. So in my case, um, so yeah. So initially I saw that advertisement in the train and then, uh, I went to my, uh, local prefecture, like head office, I don't know, like not the Shiaku show, you know, the main prefectural head office, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wherever it is. So I went there and I went to, um, well, I, I asked, you know, I was, I asked about forestry and stuff. So they kind of pointed me in the direction of the section where all those kind of people are. And, uh, and the, the kind of the head there, uh, told me that there are in Japan, there's two types of courses for people who want to kind of get skills, you Mm -hmm. know, like learn how to use chainsaws and things like that. Um, there's a five day course, which is like a taster course. And then there's a full 20 day course, um, which are generally held you know um within the prefecture and uh, so if you're interested you can go and get on one of those um and all the training's free usually accommodations free and things like that which is excellent um and uh
1: Oh, so let's stop you there, though. You to, that takes some balls, though. I mean, you uh, walked to this place yourself and said, "Hey, I want to work in Forestry. So you just kind of went in there, all guns blazing, and said, "Hey, where can I go to get this job?" Right?
2: Yeah, I've got to be honest. It, it was a bit of a hail mary, but it worked out, you know. So um,
1: <laughs> yeah, that shows. Like, don't be scared. Just go and oh, no, definitely. What you do, yeah, right? yeah. I, I
2: would say that, you know, because I I was in the same position. I thought, oh my god, like they're never going to let a you know a foreigner do this type of work, you know. Um, but no, it's it's exactly the opposite. You know, I mean, if you have some, you know, you you don't have to be jlptm one. You know, as long as you're fairly conversational and uh, show some willing, they'll they'll probably um you know help you out as much as they can.
1: So, if I'm understanding correctly, though, you were doing this while you were an ALT, kind of just getting the steps in motion, or exactly, after- yeah,
2: okay. yeah, I was, um, I was, I was getting getting my ducks in, or you know, getting my ducks in a row. So, um, you know, as soon as I finished ALTing, I could go straight into you know kind of training and stuff like that yeah
1: so you set that up and then they said i mean what do they say when you get in there i mean let's be honest sometimes it's pretty shocking when a foreigner comes in and says i want to work in forestry so how did, how, what do they did there any kind of wide eyes when you went in there well you, you know
2: the you, you know the scene you know you guyjin walks in a you know in an office Into full of bar. japanese people yeah yeah but, <laughs> but i would say you know um you know put on some you know put a tie on You know, put on a a suit jacket, you know, and it uh, helps to smooth, you know, make sure you're you're in, you know, have a shave and things like that. Yeah. Um, And then just use your most polite Japanese, you know, just don't go in there, you know, demanding things, you know, just uh, try and be as polite as possible. And usually they're really willing to help you out as, um, you know, once they've figured out that, you know, you're not lost or something like that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So let's talk about the training then, because then you go on this 20 day training. Um, Can you tell us what, what that entail?
2: Yeah, sure, sure. So. Uh, so in my case, I uh, signed up. Actually, so so I'm in Shiga but uh, Shiga Ken didn't have uh, a course uh, as soon as I'd like to. So I ended up signing up on a 20 day uh, training course in Nagano Prefecture. So uh, I went up there for 20 days, and uh, I'll, I'll be honest. You know, if if you've done any kind of um, skills based training course like in your home country, say the United States or the UK, it's a lot more hands-on straight off the bat. But uh my experience in Japan was, you know, maybe three, four, five days just solid classroom work. And then after that, um, you know, we uh we got outside, you know, started to, you know, uh have a chance to, you know, use use the equipment. But yeah, so it's 20 days and uh it was basic skills in using a chainsaw. Um, you know, what do you call it? Is it like a weed whacker type? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, kind of, yeah. So how about I'm, I'm sure the the documentation and stuff that's all in Japanese, and I'm I'm not I'm, yeah. I yeah. guess I'm assuming, but I guess your your reading and stuff is not at, at a N1 and two level. Not,
2: yeah. I mean, that's that that was one of the big worries. So you know, when we got there, there was um there was lots of reading, lots of textbooks and stuff. Um, but I've got to be honest, like even if it's not, even if your Japanese ability isn't that good, and mine really isn't. Um, it's, it's totally fine. You know, it's, um, as long Ooh. as, like I say, as long as you're conversational, they, they'll help you through, you know?
1: Awesome. Yeah. So then let's, let's talk about you, you do this 20 day training. I'm sure it's successful. Then what happens? Yeah.
2: So 20 day training. So, and the good thing is, um, so I've, now I've got all my licenses. So I've got my chainsaw operating license. I've got my mini excavator, you know, digger license thing. So after that, I went back to, uh, Shiga, uh, went to hello work. And, uh, you know, inquired about, um, forestry jobs. They had some and then they just put me in contact with a local company I interviewed and, and that was that, you know. Awesome. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm still, I'm still a greenhorn. I've, I've only been doing it for about three, four months now, but yeah, I'm, uh, really, really glad I made the jump.
1: Wow. So let's talk about the Hello Work experience because I don't know a lot yep. of people m- might be intimidated, but for that and, you know, not sure what they do. So explain what, yep. what do you do when you go to Hello Work?
2: Right, yeah. Um, Well, I will say, yeah, like, hello work, if you're gonna go, um, do your research first, you know, I think, um, I can't, because I only did it one time, you know, but I think you can uh, search on the internet, right? So you, yeah, so... You know, make sure if there's a specific job that you want, um, you know, search that particular branch of Hello Work uh, and see that, you know, if there's a job that you want, you know, make a note of it. It's got like a reference number. So then when you do go to Hello Work and say, you know, this is um, this is what I'm interested in doing. But if you've never been before, you go um, because you're not on their computer system. So you have to register, fill out some forms. They'll uh, they'll speak to you you know, just kind of like see where you're from. They'll probably check your uh, visas as well,
0: mm. you know,
2: so um, just to make sure you're eligible. Um, yeah, and then uh, if you already have a particular job that you want to do, show them the reference number um, and then um, they'll they'll ring up the company on your behalf.
1: Oh, okay, uh, that's nice.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then organize a uh, an interview. Or if, if there's no particular job that you have in mind, but, you you know, maybe... you you want to do anything, you don't mind, then um, it's probably similar to like, for example, in the UK, we have the the job center. So you go there, you, you know, initially register onto the system and then there's just computers lined up, you know, and you can just jump on a computer and just, you know, keep, uh, just search through, you know, in different categories, like factories, farm work, and just keep looking through. And then if you find something you like, um, you jot down the, like the, the job reference number go and take it to one of the clerks. And then, and then again, they'll um, call the company and uh, try and organize a, uh, an interview for you.
1: I know we do talk on this show a lot about interviews, jet interview, interview fake a companies, yep. interview LT companies. I've never talked yep. about interview with a Forster company. So can you give a little, what kind of questions did they ask on that interview? Yeah. Uh,
2: well, so the, um, the big one, uh, well, first off the bat was they wanted to see all my licenses and accreditation. And then, uh, it wasn't, I've got to be honest, I mean, the company that I work for is fairly small. There's only 12 people in total, including office staff. So it, um, it's not, it doesn't have so much of a corporate atmosphere. So my particular, you know, of course I wore a suit and a tie and I had a shave and stuff, um, but it was, it was more of like an informal chat. So after we um, kind of uh, got the, made sure that I had the right type of visas and licenses and stuff, then it was just a, a chat, you know. They, they asked me like, "Why, why I'm in Japan? Why I'm in Shiga Oh, Okay, uh, that makes
1: sense. Just if you, if you have the yeah. license, I guess you could do the job, you know. So I guess right, 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 right. I think I think it was more
2: just to make sure that we were kind of um, that I would uh, fit into their particular corporate culture more than anything.
1: Yeah, you know, make sure never, the douchebag check, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, they they were super friendly, you know. So um, okay. So that's, that's then you. Okay. Now you got a job. Awesome. So then yeah, explain. Yeah. What what's a normal day like for you now? I guess is the big question. I mean, do you just every day cutting down trees or what?
2: Yeah, so um, so every day is, it typically early starts, you know. So um, so from my house to get to the mountains is about it's about a thirty minute drive. So I'm usually up, you know, five five o'clock, ten past five in the morning. I have some breakfast. I go to the yard, um, you know, kind of throw throw whatever equipment we need on the back of a truck for the day. We you know, we hightail it out to the mountains and then uh yeah, we do we'll, we do whatever work that um that particular area needs doing. So for example, at the minute we're doing um te, tepamaki, uh, um, which is basically you put uh if you've ever driven through the forest and there's like tape, like oh. coloured tape wrapped around the trees, it's basically just to stop the deer, you know, kind of like rubbing the bark off the trees.
1: Oh wow, like, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, kambatsu, which is um if you think about the kanji, it's like Jikan no kan, like for, you know, open or time. And then batsu is like a person and then cut. Um, so it just basically means like thinning, thinning the forest. So we, we, uh, cut down the smaller, thinner trees so the, the bigger trees can get a lot, you know, bigger and, uh, you know, express the potential a bit more.
1: I guess, okay, so what kind of like, uh, you know, I guess I'm going a reference of, of of like you know other jobs, but who kind of yeah. decides what you're going to do? Is it your company kind of goes there and says, okay, this mountain needs this, or <laughs> the government tells you? I don't know. What you? T- yeah. So how it works
2: is um like so. Unfortunately, in the Japanese case, uh, forestry is not competitive with other countries like exporting countries like Russia and Canada, just because the mountains are so steep and inaccessible, you can't bring in big machines. Um, you know, so you, you can't have a high volume of of uh you know tree chopping i don't know what the term is but yeah so we it, it's not a big volume kind of uh, system so um so from a pure business perspective if we were just to cut down trees sell the trees and have that kind of like business model uh, we'd be out of business so what typically happens is um uh well mo- most of the forest in Japan's owned by local governments or the the main government mm. uh, and they will say oh well this x Hectares of land is uh, overdue for this type of work, uh, and they'll they'll put out a tender, and then companies will bid, and then whichever, for example, if my company wins the bid, so then we'll get the maps for the area, uh, we'll draw up a time frame, and then get to work. Yeah, and that's that's how it works.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of like a dispatch company, alt. Like you gotta you know, put you it in your what's bid. know
2: funny? You mention that. It's like <laughs> when I first started, and someone explained how the business worked that that's initially what I thought. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> um, yeah, it does work like that.
1: How about your, uh, average hours every day? Is it eight hours a day more than that overtime? How does that work? Yeah, that's the thing.
2: Um, so of course I work for a Japanese company, so it, it probably comes as no surprise that I do work, you know, an hour or two extra a day, you know, wow. compared to say alting or something, you know, like, um, so, you know, but you know, it's, um, you, you've got to take the rough with the smooth. So some days, uh, if we get finished early, So, like I say, we'll be we'll be on site in the forest at seven thirty in the morning and some days, you know, we'll clock off at three o'clock, you know, and obviously it takes a while to drive, you know, drive back uh, out the mountains and back to the back to where people are going home. But, um, yeah, so sometimes we finish at three, you know, or sometimes, you know, we'll finish at three. You've got to go back to the yard, you know, back to the um, back to base uh then you've got like service machines you know fuel up and things like that and that takes an hour so you know some some days we finish at three four o'clock some days we finish at six some day seven it's just um you know it all it all depends okay so but, but, get, it, but it evens out
1: okay so, so i guess the next question i gotta ask and you don't have to answer if you don't want to uh but let's say compared to the alt uh compensation is it more yeah, yeah, less the same how how would you compare it
2: yeah well i mean of so things are changing. So when I was at uh, Altia, so every month was, uh, I think it's Niju Goma, so uh-huh. $2,500 $2, a month. It might have changed. I don't know. But that, that was before taxes and everything like that.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, so currently, so I've just entered my new company. So I'm looking at about 1800 a month. Okay. But I'm but I'm still in a six month trial period, so that that comes to an end uh, early next year, uh, and then I should be looking at a pay rise pretty soon after that. So it's it's not um, so if you know if someone's listening to this and they're a jet, it's not up with jet salaries, but you know with with alt, it um, your salary is fairly capped, right? You know. Yeah. You, you know, people don't get pay rises. I tried. Oh. I asked for one. I was told no.
1: They're, so, they're just laughing yeah, at
2: you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, gave, I gave it a shot and they told me to go away. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. So so initially, uh, your salary is going to probably, well, it will be lower than a jet salary. If you average out the, the month, if you take on a, if you look at, say, Interac or something, a company like that, and you average it out and you get a monthly average, it's probably on par with that, I'd say.
1: Yeah, because, you know, you, you work 12 months a year and you get paid 12 months a year. Right. So, yeah, yeah like, that yeah. crazy idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think mean, it's like, well, you're on the job. I mean, for me, I'm not really, uh, physical labor and stuff. for me doesn't go well. But for someone that likes that kind of stuff, you, you kind of just get the, you, you, could you just kind of be in your own mind and just work all day and you don't have to deal uh, with customers, obviously. So how does that, you know? Fantastic, yeah. I mean, yeah. that
2: that for me, that was one of the big ones. You know, I'm just not a, I'm not a people person, you know, <laughs> so you know once once you've kind of figured out you know it takes it takes a month you know to kind of um work out you know what you need to be doing where you should be you know and things like that you know and uh, but you know after that you can just once once you know what you're doing you know it's just you on the mountain and it's uh, it's it's brilliant
1: <laughs> yeah, that's if you like that kind of stuff, I'm sure that's pretty cool. And do you, do you ever yeah. seen any animals? Like, you know, uh you know the you know shishi, the boars and stuff or anything?
2: Yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. We um so, so sometimes we have to go out and do like inspection work, you know, we'll say after actually we had hurricanes recently, right? So yeah. you know we gotta go out and like uh, you know, kind of walk around and have a look and yeah, you'll you'll see animals, you know, so it's really good. If if that's your thing, if someone's listening, you know, and they, they like the idea of, you know, like green trees and birds singing and wild animals and stuff, it's really good.
1: <laughs> yeah that sounds pretty cool and I guess like so have you seen I mean obviously in the winter you got to be out there too so that and in the summer you got to be out there too so that's kind of yep, yep. gonna be a little tough huh
2: yeah yeah so when I when I started it was like just kind of towards the end of the middle of summer and it I'm I'm not gonna lie it was it was a shocker you know <laughs> it, was, it was a shock to the system so it was really hot and now it's we're just starting to get cold in the mountains you know um so yeah I mean but uh it's a physical job you know so um you warm up pretty quick
1: so, That's true. That's true. That's a good point yeah. too. And and, and uh, so when you like, I guess I want to ask about like, what's kind of the future? Like, is this like a thing that you just you can stay doing the same thing, but then still move up and pay because you're doing you know you you yeah you're, yeah you're getting the company for a longer time.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I'm really fortunate. The company I'm at's like a family, you know. So of course, f- f- well, I mean, everyone's different, but for me, of of course, you know, money is important. You know, you've got to pay your bills and stuff. But yeah, you know, kind of being being part of you know uh, like a tribe is kind of also really important to me and so the, my company is really good they kind of give me that and so that's really one good thing but yeah on the um on the salary front you know um you know if you if you continue to increase your skills you know learn how to uh operate um you know diggers really effectively you know construct uh roads you know mountain roads and things like that you know you you sell sal- i mean you, you're never going to make a doctor's salary um but you know, you you can raise a family here, and you know it will it will go up. So um, yeah,
1: that's cool. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's at least there's no there's no ceiling like an alt job for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, Absolutely. exactly.
2: You know, and, uh, and if someone's kind of and, and and this job itself, you know, you can use this as a stepping stone. You know, you know, um, I don't know if if people know, but you know, like one of the main uh, there's two kind of main chainsaw manufacturers you've got still the steel company from germany and i think you've got the husqvarna company from uh somewhere in scandinavia so you know if you wanted to kind of do this job i mean that's not my plan but you know if someone wanted to do this for a few years and then you know go and work uh, for like a big international you know um you know machinery company uh you know go that route you, you can do that as well you know there's there's i would say there are more options what i'm doing now than what i was doing with alt
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's cool. And I guess so you said you're living in Shigaken now. So someone yep. gave me the idea I should ask people like what's it like living in the area they live in Japan. So let me ask you, what's yep. life in Shigaken like?
2: It's got a lake. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 No, it's um you know, so if if someone's listening and they, they don't know um kind of Shiga Ken, it's it's roughly kind of smack bang in the middle of the of uh, the main island. Oh. Um you know, I mean, it's one one third of the prefecture is a lake, um, but it's got everything. You know, we've got we've got the lake, so in the summer you can go and do like kayaking and you know swimming and stuff like that. And then uh, and then we've got the mountains. You know, just a you know like a short drive away, so it's got it all. You know, and uh, you know like Kyoto's forty five minutes away on the train. Osaka's just a little bit further. That you know going south and then northbound. You can be in Nagoya in an hour, so oh, it's a, cool. I, I think it's a fantastic place to live. You know,
1: cool. That sounds pretty good. And you, and you just are you just there because your wife is from there, or your job was there? Or
2: yeah, I'm kind of lazy to be honest, James. Yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> the first place I came to. I liked it, so I didn't want to go anywhere else. <laughs> I can't
1: complain. I'm the same. I'm the same way. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. So do you get out on the weekends and stuff? You get to have you, you know, been to get to go to Tokyo sometimes. You get the nightlife going. Or you just stay tired I, I, out in the week. oh
2: i'm 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 too old and married for that no um no you know i uh i have done that in the past actually actually i met up with a friend a canadian friend of mine last weekend and went out for a few beers but uh i mean when i when i was alting i had lots of energy left at the weekend you know to go out but now you know because i'm out doing physical work like when it comes to the weekend it's um sleeping and couch time yeah, <laughs> That yeah.
1: makes sense to me all right yeah. cool so i guess i guess the final question is so you know you kind of laid it out here but for anyone that's interested in this yeah. the, 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 what's their kind of avenue what's their first steps they should take if they want to do the same kind of job as you uh
2: yeah so my advice would be if you're really interested in it um yeah do do a google search see what you can find but then uh, definitely go to your local city or go to your local prefectural main office find the department, like the forestry and fisheries department or whatever it's called, and just uh, just find someone to talk to and say, you know, I'm interested in forestry. Uh, what should I do? You know, and uh, yeah, like I say, as long as your Japanese is fairly conversational, you they're probably going to help you out.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I think, I mean, the main thing we learned from you here, even if you don't want to get in forestry, everyone out there, you could say that, Mark, you know, you didn't like the LT job. And yeah. you did, instead of sticking with it, and then complaining about it until the end yeah. of the time, you went out, took the steps mm. to go to the, the, you know, Japanese isn't perfect, but you went to the office and said, Hey, I want to get a job in this. And it worked out. And I think that's the best, the best advice i give anyone. that. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
2: yeah. Don't, don't be shy. You know, like, uh, you know, they, they need workers. You want to do it so that I'm sure they'll be happy to hear from
1: you. Cool, All right, Michael? You keep doing what you're doing, um, and you know, keeping the forests of Japan clean. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I guess that's a word. I don't know what the, that's the right word. Beautiful, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Man. But yeah, thanks for stopping in, and good luck to keep keep, go, keep rocking it.
0: Nice one. Thank you very much, James. Thanks for listening to the ALT Insider podcast. For more info on how you can have more fun working in Japan, visit altinsider.com. See you next time.